Welcome to the Nikki and Julie podcast, a place to find encouragement, enjoyment, and be uplifted to the joy in your journey. And now, here's Nikki and Julie. Welcome, everyone, to the Nikki and Julie podcast. Today is Tuesday. I wanted to talk with you about some recent events that have happened where I live that have affected people in such a way that it is a life changer. It is a game changer. Have you ever had any of those? I'm guessing you have. This past week, a series of tornadoes came through the towns of Bowling Green, Kentucky, Mayfield, Kentucky, came from Arkansas, St. Louis. There were multiple tornadoes that, that came through. The destruction is heartbreaking. The loss of life is heartbreaking the interruption of life that was totally unexpected, not anticipated, not welcomed, came and within minutes, life was different. Back in 1974, I lived in a town called Beaver Creek, Ohio. It was close to Xenia, Ohio, and the larger city that you may know about is, was Dayton, Ohio. In 1974, I was 16 years old. On April 3rd, at 4.40 p.m., an F5 tornado came through where I lived and traveled on to Xenia and destroyed that town. I will never forget that day, ever. I will never forget it. The images in my mind are just as clear as they were on the day of, the day after, the emotional part of my heart, the being scared, not having ever experienced anything like that, it will make an impact. And I don't know that you realize it, how much of one it it does until years go by. And for me, another tornado or tornadoes have come and I get, you know, I get a little antsy about it. Now, you know, technology has helped because now you can see exactly where they are and you can track them. But back in the day, that wasn't as available. So I understand as much as I can about how frightening it is to hear that sound, how frightening it is to see rain, brown rain, going sideways. And then the destruction afterwards. 
for me, I was in high school. I was a sophomore in high school, and the tornado, it destroyed the high schools in Xenia. And this was in April. So there were still a couple months, maybe, you know, two and a half months left of school. And so what happened was that the high school students in Xenia were bused to our high school and went to school from three in the afternoon till eight o'clock at night. I remember students, we were leaving notes for each other. You know, that was, we didn't have cell phones then. So we were leaving notes for each other under desks, any place we could that says, I hope you're having a good day. I'm sorry that this is how it's going for you. And it was kind of a a neat way to stay connected with people who, especially when you're in high school and, and now you have to go that way. It was very hard. There were, I believe, uh, over 30 people killed in that storm. Uh, most of them were children. And there may have been more than that. I, I mean, I have my numbers exact. But what I do remember is that it has changed me and how I perceive tornadoes. <laughs> You see, you may live someplace that's never had a tornado, but you've experienced a hurricane. You've experienced severe earthquakes, maybe a tsunami, maybe severe snowstorms and avalanches and things like that. It's hard to know what you'll do when you have a life-changing event like that. Sometimes they're not weather-related at all. Sometimes it's it's life-related. It could be a death, unexpected death. It could be a divorce that you never thought would happen. It could be the end of a friendship that you never believed would happen to you. It could be loss of a child. It could be your home is no longer there. You can't pay for it. These things happen sometimes, and and we're just not prepared. I mean, who is? But we can, to some degree, know where to go when these things happen. For those of us who are believers, we're going to start quoting Scripture in our head when stuff's going bad. We're going to start thinking about how how can I get through this? Now, I will tell you, sometimes people get mad at God. And, you know, that's okay. That's okay for you to get mad at God because you can talk to him about it and tell him you're mad at him. You should. That's what he's there for. He's there to listen to you. But the the piece of this that has the power is knowing that God will not leave you during your most difficult times, even though it feels like it. You know, I heard today of a a couple um, in Bowling Green whose daughter died today because of the storms. Um, I think she was only nine, maybe 10 months old. 
when you read stories like that, it just it just turns it just turns your stomach because I just I cannot imagine that. I have friends who's who've lost children, and um, it is just one of those things that I, I just can't even go there and think about it. What I want to think about and what I want to do is go to God with it and 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 let Him help me. Because I believe he can help me when I get out of my own way. When I allow him to work in my life, then he said, I can do this for you, but you got to let me. Uh, last year, I, I bought some little books as I was, some of my, uh, some of my clients that I have sometimes are, are, are uh, you know, maybe 12 years old, 13 and uh, I found some some little bo- some books that I have sent to some of them. It's called the Bible Promises, the Bible Promise Book for for Bad Days. And on bad days, and there are many. Sometimes we have to figure out oh, how am I going to live today? How am I going to breathe today? How am I going to walk through this moment today? Because I don't know. You ever had one of those times when you just fell into someone else and said, I just don't know that I can breathe anymore? Where it's absolutely exhausting for you to even try to think. I've had a day like that, one or two, when I just said, I don't know that I can breathe anymore. And that's when you absolutely humble yourself before God and you know, there's a saying, God cannot use use me greatly until I'm broken completely. And I, while that may not necessarily always mean a, a disaster or something bad has to happen to you, but it can mean that you finally figure out that you've got to come to the end of you, that you are no longer the one who has control. Isn't that the scariest part of all? is when we realize we don't have control over everything. And it is so hard. Would you agree? That is one of the hardest things to deal with, is when we do not have control over the lives of other people and what they do and what they choose to do, how they choose to respond, or life events or things like tornadoes. There's no control over that. This little book says, God, I need your help because I'm scared. Sometimes fear comes suddenly. Unexpected things happen and they they frighten me. I face what's unfamiliar and then I get afraid that something bad could happen to me. But the Bible says that I don't have to be afraid of anything. God, because you love me, you are in control. You are with me. You're my all-the-time safe place whenever there's trouble. God, I, I trust you. I believe that you've got it handled whatever comes my way, so please keep me calm. Remind me that I am safe 
with you today, tomorrow, and forever. Have you ever felt unsafe? Have you ever felt like you weren't sure that you were okay? Maybe emotionally, physically? That you needed to go to another place and remove yourself from something that was frightening you. It was scary. Didn't feel safe anymore. God is your safe place. Always will be your safe place. Because when you, when you make that decision for him to be your refuge, that will be your safe place. Even when life's fallen down around you, even when you don't think you have one friend left, even when you think you can't make it one more day, you have a safe place with God. Those who don't have that, I'm not sure how they get through the day. But what I do know is that they don't get through it well. And sometimes, friends, I will tell you that we don't always go right directly to Jesus or God when we need that safety, do we? Because sometimes we still try to, we still try to have control, don't we? <laughs> I've done that many times. There's some scripture that I think might be helpful. In Isaiah 40, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29, he gives strength to the weak and he gives power to him who has little strength. In Matthew 11 and 28, come to me all of you who work and have heavy loads. I will give you rest. In Psalm 121, verses 1 and 2, I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 13, But you, Christian brothers, do not get tired of doing good. Sometimes I get tired, I just tell you. There are days when I'm tired. I'm emotionally tired, I'm physically tired, spiritually tired. Um, did you ever want to just push the button that says stop and you get off the carousel and it's like, ah, I'm out of here. <laughs> I've had days like that. Yeah. Yeah. In those kinds of days, um, it, it doesn't cross your mind maybe to do good. Sometimes it crosses your mind that that uh, what good is there to do? Because so far, life for you looks kind of uh, gloomy and glum, and it just doesn't feel good anymore. People before us in biblical times have faced difficult days. Days that I can't even imagine. Um, those were hard times with the early Christians. We suffer, too, in different kinds of ways. So I don't want to minimize that at all. But the God who was with those people years ago, the Christians who suffered, is the same God who's with us today. 
He will carry you through. For those of you who have been victims of this storm in some way, my heart is out there for you and I have prayed for you. For those of you who are family, who who have other family members who have been affected by this storm, I will lift you up as well. It's hard to watch when you have family and friends going through difficult times. I hope that maybe there's been something that's been helpful for you today. It's been just a hard, hard few days, and um, this was on my mind. It's on the mind of a lot of people who live in our area. I would ask that any of you who are listening, if you would pray too for God to help bring comfort to those who are suffering from the loss of life, from the loss of everything they had. I mean, there's some of these places that's just gone. There's, there's no more house. It's a slab. That's it. So I would ask you to pray for these people, that they would find comfort. They would find comfort in God. And if they're not believers, if they're not believers, that perhaps, perhaps this is the time that they would seek him. Thank you so much. Until next time.